Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. If you listened to episode 20, you know that I rejected emotional freedom techniques, otherwise known as EFT or tapping, twice before embracing it. I thought it looked silly and it was just too simple. I had a talk therapy bias and was skeptical that emotion had anything to do with our bodies. Didn't it live in the brain? Because I saw so many success stories and the science was impressive, I gave it a try. Perhaps you're on a journey to feel better and act better. Maybe you're tired of feeling hijacked by strong negative emotions. I should specify, hijacked by strong emotions that don't serve you or the situation. What's an example? Test anxiety. Just thinking about your history test or your driver's test or your CPA exam makes your heart race, your hands sweat. Maybe you're overcome with nausea. You are experiencing your body's brilliant biology, your sympathetic nervous system. Thinking you are in danger, your body goes into fight, flight, or freeze mode to ostensibly save your life. Digestion stops. Your energy is pumped to your extremities so that you can get away from that tiger. Only, there's no tiger. There are many reasons you might react this way. Perhaps you were told as a child to fear examinations. Or maybe you suffered a perceived humiliation after a test. And so on. Another problem with this anxiety response is that your higher brain functions are turned off. Not helpful. EFT is a handy technique to get you out of stupid brain mode. You could use it while walking into the history test, but I recommend planning ahead. You can do EFT or TAP in anticipation of the stressor, in this case, the exam. Here is the basic recipe as developed by Gary Craig. I'll post his web link, a visual of this process, and other helpful resources. If possible, whenever you tap, you will want to take notes. That way you can take note of your progress. You'll start by identifying a specific trigger or point of pain, a complaint, like that time when, and I'll just make up something, that time when that woman humiliated me in front of that room full of people. Identify the emotions. For example, in this case, humiliation, uh, embarrassment, outrage, frustration. Then give each emotion an intensity number. So 0 to 10, with 10 being the highest intensity. You might locate where you feel the stress in your body and give that a number. You may or may not be able to find it in your body. An example might be, every time something like this happens, I'm afraid I will throw up. So it's in my stomach at a 9. Now let's practice the tapping points. Note that you can tap with either hand, tap on either side, and you're welcome to change it up. And when I say tapping, I mean lightly tapping with your fingertips, maybe about the same pressure that you would use in tapping a table. We're not trying to bruise ourselves here. You'll tap about five to eight times on each point, but don't worry about counting for now. So the first point that we use for our setup is the side of the hand. So it's the karate chop side, not the thumb side. 
and you can practice tapping with your other hand. That is the side of the hand point. Next, the inside of the eye. Practice tapping on the bridge of the nose where the eyebrow begins. Now the brow bone point. That's outside of the eye, close to the temple. The next point is under the eye, and that will be on the cheekbone below the pupil of the eye. And if you use two or three fingers to tap on all these points, you can't miss them. Under the nose is between the nose and the upper lip. Under the lip, some people call it chin, is in the crevice beneath the lower lip. The collarbone point is under your collarbone, if you just feel around there, just off center, and there's a little soft spot under your collarbone, and tap across there. Under the arm, that point is about four inches directly below your armpit. And the top of the head, you will tap around the crown of the head. Now that we've practiced the tapping points, we'll move on to the setup statements. And we will choose one emotion at a time or one symptom at a time to work on. Each setup statement has two components. One is the exposure part where you are tuning into that emotion and saying, even though I have this, let's use humiliation as an example. Even though I have this humiliation, and then the second part is a little bit of cognitive to say that you're okay, cognitive reassurance. I'm okay, or I love and accept myself, or I'm a good person. Now, during this entire setup, you will be tapping on that karate chop point on the side of the hand, and you will go through this setup statement three times. You can say the exact same thing all three times, or you can get a little creative. So you can uh, repeat after me, tapping on the side of the hand, and perhaps while we're doing this example, you might want to tune into something that humiliated you, for example. So tapping on the side of the hand, even though I have this humiliation, even though I have this humiliation, I'm okay. I'm okay. Still tapping on the side of the hand. Even though I have this humiliation, even though I have this humiliation, I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. Even though I have this humiliation, even though I have this humiliation, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Now that completes your setup. Your reminder statements are just something to simply remind you to tune back into that emotion. So it can be something as simple as this humiliation. And we'll tap around the points in order and I'll prompt you and you can just go ahead and repeat after me. So the inside of the eye point, this humiliation, this humiliation, brow bone, this humiliation, this humiliation, under the eye, this humiliation, this humiliation, under the nose, this humiliation, this humiliation, under the lip, this humiliation, this humiliation, collarbone, this humiliation, this humiliation, under the arm, this humiliation, this humiliation, top of the head, this humiliation, this humiliation.
And of course, if you're just doing this for yourself, there won't be any need for an echo. I'm just giving you an example of how it would be if you were working with someone else. Now at this point, I encourage you to pause, take a deep breath, and tune back into that situation that had you feeling so humiliated. And without overthinking it, assign that intensity a number again. You may find that it moved from, let's say, a 9 to a 5. Sometimes it doesn't move at all. Occasionally it will go up then you would continue tapping rounds. You don't have to do the setup statement again until you're working on another emotion. As long as you're with that same humiliation, you can just keep tapping around the points with the reminder statement. Keep going around, keep going around, keep checking in with yourself until it's down to a zero or a one. At that point, I recommend that you also tune into those other emotions you may find that those other emotions were moved down too. Maybe they were resolved down to a zero or one, or maybe they're sitting there at about four or five, or maybe they're at their original number or higher. At that point, you would do a setup with the new emotion on the side of the hand, even though I feel this, let's say, anger, I'm okay. And you would go through the entire process again. Seems simple, doesn't it? Well, it is, but please do not underestimate the power of this simple tool. Here's an important point. Tapping does not cause amnesia. You will remember the perceived offense, but the emotional charge will be released. Imagine that. You can recall the event without the accompanying misery. This is not really the same as forgiveness exactly, you can still sensibly evaluate whether you want to be with that person or in that situation in the future. In my view, you are now able to evaluate those more sensibly and without pain. Since the trigger will be removed, you're unlikely to fly off the handle in that situation in the future. Your response will be commensurate with the offense. Bottom line, you are more likely to keep your wits about you and that's a very, very good thing. I hope you are thinking of applications for tapping in your life. Every time is a good tip-off that you have a trigger. For instance, a mom came to me and said, Every time my kids whine, it drives me crazy. I didn't have her tap on every time, however, but on a specific time that she was really agitated. It worked like a charm. My whining on top of their whining was not helping, she said. While this mommy may or may not remember tapping with me, she definitely enjoys a more peaceful life with her children. Let me know how you apply your emotional freedom techniques at theblanky.blog. I also started a Facebook page with the same name, if that's easier. I appreciate you listening, liking, sharing, and commenting. Another thing, and this is important, if you have a diagnosis that necessitates professional counseling, please be aware that EFT does not take the place of professional help. I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. 
your mental health professional may incorporate EFT in your treatment plan. But again, EFT is not a substitute for professional intervention. As the developer of EFT, Gary Craig says, try it on everything. I'll add, if you need help, ask for help. Consider yourself tucked in. Side of the hand, inside of the eye, tapping away your triggers. On the brow bone, under your eye, tapping away with your fingers. Under the nose, under the lip, remind me again that I'm mad. Color point, point, under the arm, top of the head for a round. Deep breath. Still at a five? Let's go round again. Skipping the hand, inside of the eye, tapping away your triggers. On the brow bone, under your eye, tapping away with your fingers. Under your nose, under your lip, remind me again that I'm mad. Collarbone point, under the arm, top of the head for a round. Deep breath. Down below a two. Who knew? Choose another one, painful as the other one. Side of the hand, inside of the eye. <laughs>